programming for Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Diagwit Armajan folks, and welcome to Kyologus Crack here on October 12th. DJ O'Brien here with uh, the man himself all the way back from Cologne, Germany. Are you even tired coming back from all these places? You, you look fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. I was up right here this morning. I was thinking it was the <laughs> afternoon in Germany. I was just thinking that, um, you know, a lot of people, when they get tired and stuff like that, or, or they talk about work being stressful, and said, you have a few extra grey hairs, but sure, I can't even yeah, tell you with can. you. Huh? <laughs> you can't. Do yours go sure. purple or black or Blue. something like that? <laughs> Blue. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of Cologne, yeah. uh, uh would you would you characterize that as a, a de- debacle yesterday? Ah well, Close men against it. boys, men against boys. I'm yeah, it's very disappointing. Indeed, although you know they played with a wee bit a uh, wee bit more heart, I'd say a few new faces yeah. in, in the lineup, but uh, overall just uh, very disappointing. It wasn't much in it for us anyway. So uh, the Germans are just sheer class. I mean. Yeah. Number three yeah. in the world. What are we going to do? Yeah, what they'll give it a good run. There's no doubt. They'll be up there in that top tier of teams that you would expect to be favourites to win it. But welcome back to the studio. And welcome to Kyologus Crack, brought to you by our friends over at Guinness. Yes. We had the Guinness commercial right off the top. And um, speaking of Guinness, I, I um, went into the golf. I snuck in for a quick one last night on oh, the way man. home. And uh, bumped into a couple of lads. And it's funny how everywhere I, every time I go into a pub, people want to talk about you. They don't want to talk, yeah, they're not interested in me at all. But oh, anyway, jeepers. the lads were in there reminiscing on their, uh, they're having a, a few kind of uh, storytelling pints about their trip. James Maloney and Eddie Brett wasn't there, but I know he was on the trip and Farkas was there and a few of the lads. And uh, it sounds like they set Sligo Town on fire, Ken. They were talking about this pub they went to call the Garavogue. I know that's yes. the name of your company. <laughs> well, they went into this place, apparently, the Garavogue and uh, on the patio overlooking. Anyway, yeah. there was, there was, um, there was a band in there or there was a singer in there and of course Maloney took the microphone from him and started singing the Johnny Cash song The Burning Ring of Fire, right? Oh, you're oh. Well, listen, they started emptying other pubs in the town started emptying. The word got out that these lads were Canadians in town. Canadians were in town. Oh, yeah. Do you I, know that pub? I do indeed, yeah. I know it uh, very well, maybe too well. I also had a voicemail. Um, I was in um, Moncton and I had a voicemail from a, a good pal, real good pal of my dad's, Roddy Gillen. Plays yeah. with the jazz lads. Every uh, Sunday down uh, uh, in in Sligo, but uh, he had left me a voicemail saying that there was this crowd of Canadians at Ross's Point Golf Club (laughs) causing all sorts of havoc. And uh, he said, uh, it's all right. He said, I'm going to buy them all a drink and put it on your tab. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the credit card in the pocket. Oh, yeah. Here's my number. Well, speaking of um, speaking of uh, uh, Maloney, James Maloney has been bugging us to play an old song. And I I haven't found the song, just so you know, but I found a bit of the song. Well, a bit. So I'm going to get Alex here to roll a bit of the song and we'll come back and have a quick chat. Could you not afford the other half of it or something? (laughs) 45 cents I paid on iTunes for this one. Not 99. You got the free version of it, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Still had to pay for it. Oh, Play that there, Alex, and we'll see. A noble man you'll see 
believe that I had Kitty Freely running all over the town to try and find that track song. Track that song down. Track that song. I'll tell you, Maloney <laughs> is going to get a punch in the nose. <laughs> for having us played that. Us we'll play be that. getting punches in the nose for playing it. Oh. You stop. And the last Probably. time I saw him now was down at the PGA. We ran into them down at the hotel. Yeah, I think yeah. He, for playing that song, he owes us a round down there. <laughs> <laughs> something else, something else punch him in the nose down there one night as well. Oh, anyway, Lord. hey, we have a great show lined up. Uh, Barbara Taylor's coming on from uh, the Toronto Irish Players to talk about yes, No Romance. The No Romance is uh, the big kickoff on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. the 17th. Uh, make sure you get down there to the uh, the grand opening down there for that. It should be very good indeed. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we have uh, a Maple Leaf lad on We too. do, we do. Jamie Devan. We're going to give him a call um, at about 20 to 12. Very good. And uh, Jamie's dad, James, is a Tipperary man. And uh, we'll talk about that when, when she swings around. But uh, Jamie's not afraid to drop the gloves now. We'll oh, have to be careful. Lord, I suppose huh? he has to get all kinds of media training before he goes on a show like this. Because we'd Probably. be trying to ask him all kinds of tough questions. Boxing but anyway, lessons and things boxing, like that. That's yeah. the stuff. I might take him on myself, would I? Um, I I'd, I'd, as long as I I'd, don't have to wear the skates. I'd pay to see that now. It'd be a good charity <laughs> event, yeah. And uh, big news out of uh, the Cork Association too this week. Yes, I'll yes, tell yes. tell you what, you want to get your tickets to that event on November the se- 2nd, right? The Cork dinner dance is happening and they're giving away two tickets to Ireland. Can yeah. you believe it? Yeah. Well, if they, if there's any other event going on in the city, I feel bad for them um, that night because mm. everyone, will be, oh, every, yeah, everyone will be at it. Yeah. No Are, doubt about it. Is there it. anyone coming on from that? Colin is not going to come on today, but he might come on next oh, week. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, we'll have a chat with him and he'll fill us in on things. And uh, Good. You never know, there might even be a ticket or two left for that event by then. Yeah, well, we'll uh, we have it in the things. community calendar of events as well. And um, Sligo Rovers are in the FAI oh, Cup final. Oh, I was wondering would you mention that. I know I saw it. It was like, I think it was story number was 39 the on jersey. the Irish Independent. I was going to wear the jersey in this morning, but I thought that would be rubbing it in too much to yes. you and, uh, and everybody. No, that's great. That's there. great. It's I'm a Sligo Rovers fan though. too. It's the strangest thing. What? Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. You're not just saying that? No, I went on my holidays to Sligo in, maybe it was like 1980. Yeah. And uh, it was the first team I'd ever seen play in the FAI and oh my they became Lord. my team. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to get your jersey yeah. the next time I'm back there then. I'm okay. I'm not that, <laughs> I'm not that big a fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I have a big game against St. Pat's in the league uh, tomorrow night. Uh, in Dublin uh, so that's the title right pretty much on the line there they, yeah, they well. need to beat St. Pat's at home and then hopefully a slip up from St. Pat's and they could take the title yeah, yep. so you never know See, we have to resort to talking about these foreign games now that the uh, the GAA season has done yeah, hey listen Munster had a big slip up today against uh, I heard yeah, yeah I heard that and Ulster uh, had a good win yesterday and Rory was in the crowd too Oh, is he? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was there in Connacht. We were uh, unlucky yesterday as well in, in the rugby at the uh, 
sports ground in Galway. Uh, but anyway, and our poor Northern Ireland lads lost to Azerbaijan yesterday. Uh, that's fairly bad uh, now. In fairness, now that's that's, that's a new so there'll be no Celts in Brazil. Yeah, oh, it's disappointing. Uh, and Scotland gone, Wales gone, Northern gone. Ireland gone, Ireland gone. My lads are in though. Good luck. Yes, well, actually, well, not they're yet. not. Not yet. They, they have, have to beat Poland skin on Tuesday. Yeah, they have Poland. to meet them. That's yeah. not going to be an easy one. Yeah. Be yeah, very popular now for calling them the my lads. There yet. You might go down and watch them, would you? Oh, of course I will. Good man. Of course I will, yeah. Absolutely. Right, <laughs> right we kick it off here with a bit of music. Enough of that banter. Shapers, that's a long time. I know. I'm over, by the way, Darren Clark is leading in the in China. He's oh. leading the golf down there, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Excellent. Fair yeah. play to him. And he's, he's decided to play full-time on the PGA in North America next year. Bought oh. an old house down in Florida. Left of man. Some very interesting neighborhoods down in Florida there. I bet he's going to have <laughs> oh, fierce crack down there all together. Oh, yeah. So, oh, anyway. Deadly. So, um, I want to kick it off here. And this one goes out to um, Anna Kennedy. And this is Sharon Shannon and Mundy. And it's a song we've played a few times before, although I don't think we've Great played song. this particular version. And it's Galway Girl. I took a stroll down the old long walk of the day I, 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 I met a little girl and we stopped to talk on a fine soft day I, I, And I asked you, friend, what's a fella to do? Cause her hair was black and her eyes were blue And I knew right then I'd be taking the world Down the Salt Hill Prom with a Galway I was all alone With a broken heart and a ticket home And I ask you now What would you do If her hair was black and her eyes were blue You see, I traveled around I've been all over the world Boys, I've never seen nothing like a Galway
the Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right. Going well, up to see the man, are we? The man. Big wedding today in the family. Yeah. You're down to see the mammy, are you, Desmond? Oh, uh, it's, it's actually next week is the wedding. The, oh, it's next week. Us, but you oh, we're just so letting it out early then. Yourself. Huh? Oh, you guys are so excited. You're ahead of yourself. We are, yeah. We're, we're waiting maybe in the mail. for. That's why we were disappointed today that we didn't get the invitation. So we'll just drop in. We were going to crash a different wedding today. I bet it's not. Oh, okay. I hope it's not a surprise wedding. <laughs> no, no, they're not open or anything like that. But I'm sure you guys will be most welcome, sure. <laughs> Tell us All the right. news there, Desmond. Certainly not a problem, guys. Uh, great to have you both back in the studio. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. Here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Ireland's non-consultant hospital doctors walked off the job on Tuesday to protest working hours. It was the first such time that such a job action has happened at Irish hospitals in 25 years when about 3,000 doctors protested hours that the Irish medical organization says are in breach of the European Working Time Directive. The strike saw 12,000 outpatient appointments and 3,000 planner operations cancelled at 51 hospitals across the state. However, emergency services, oncology and other key services were kept open. Services were not affected at private hospitals. In another health story this morning, the Belfast Telegraph is reporting that southern patients are taking advantage of Northern Ireland's public health care system. The paper found that the number of medical cards registered through the national health system exceeds the northern population by up to 80,000. While deaths, students and people who have moved account for some of the numbers, multiple cardholders are registered at the same address. One house in South County Armagh, for example, has 16 people registered to it, though it has only two bedrooms. A visit to a general practitioner in the south can cost between 40 and 60 euros, but a similar visit in the north is free. It also costs 100 euros to go to the emergency room without a doctor referral and 75 euros for a room per night in a southern hospital. In the north, both of these are also free. This could also cost the Northern Health Service anywhere from 48 million British pounds sterling to 100 million pounds. 
In Course News this morning, Liam Adams may now be facing sentencing for raping his daughter Anya in the 70s and 80s, but it is now Sinn Féin President Jerry Adams who may be called to account for his actions or lack thereof. On Monday, the Director of Public Prosecutions, Barra McGrory, asked that Northern Ireland's Attorney General, John Larkin, review a decision against prosecuting Jerry Adams for failing to come forward to police with information about the rapes. Liam told Jerry that he had raped his daughter during a now infamous walk in the rain in County Louth in 2000, but Jerry did not report this to the Police Service of Northern Ireland until 2009. It is expected that Larkin will take two weeks to review the case. The Democratic Unionist Party has said that it wants an externally United Kingdom police force to investigate what it calls Jerry covering up for Liam. Health Minister Ed Puth and a DUP delegation met with PSNI Chief Constable Matt Baggett earlier this week to discuss the case. Jerry Adams told RTE Radio that he did not know that Anya had gone to police in 1987 and that by the new century she was an adult and capable of making her own case against her father. Well, as promised, the up-to-date referendum results, Irish voters have voted to save the Senate in a shocking rebuke of the Kenny government. The final results of last Friday's referendum to abolish the Senate are in, and of 1.23 million valid votes cast, the no side eked out a victory with 51.7% to 48.3% voting for abolition. Speaking at Dublin Castle last Saturday, Taoiseach Enda Kenny said he was, quote, personally disappointed with the result, but that he accepted it. Turnout was about 39%. Public Expenditure Minister Brendan Howland said this week that a second referendum may now be necessary to vote on the major reforms that are clearly needed in the upper chamber. In the second referendum, voters approved of a proposal to create a new Court of Appeal sitting between the High Court and the Supreme Court. It was passed 65% to 34.8%, making for one of the biggest changes in the court system since 1937. In entertainment news, Phil Chevron, the guitarist for the Pogues, died on Tuesday following a long battle with cancer. Chevron, 56, suffered from a recurrence of head and neck cancer and had first been diagnosed with throat cancer in 2007. Chevron grew up in Santry, County Dublin, and was a member of the Irish punk pioneers, the Radiators from Space. Their 1979 album, Ghost Town, is regarded as a landmark album. He joined the Pogues in 1984 and wrote some of their best-known songs, including Thousands Are Sailing. Finally, this week in Irish history, on October 5th, 1911, Brian O'Nolan, better known as Flan O'Brien, is born in Straban, County Tyrone. He would go on to write classics like At Swim Two Birds and The Third Policeman. Also on October 5th, 1968, the Northern, Civil, Northern Ireland Civil Rights March was held in Derry. The Northern Ireland Civil Rights Association march was broken up by the Royal Ulster Constabulary with batons and water cannon and is seen as the first flashpoint of the Troubles. Also on October 5th, 2010, Irish rugby great Moss Keane dies of cancer, age 62. He served with the 1977 British and Irish Lions and was a member of the Munster team that beat the All Blacks in Limerick in October 1978. October 6th, 1891 saw the death of Irish nationalist leader Charles Stuart Parnell in Brighton, England. In 1974, Sean McBride shares the Nobel Peace Prize with Japanese Prime Minister Isaaku Sato for his work on human rights. He was, both, he was the son of 1916 Easter Rising participant John McBride. He went on to become a founding member of Amnesty International. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. We'd like to wish uh, all of our listeners a, a very happy Thanksgiving. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto, where I'll be next week for my brother Kieran's wedding to the wonderful Jen Jewell. And uh, here come the uh, wedding crashers themselves, Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and Alex Young, who usually DJs at these events. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. Thank you very much, Desmond. Very good, and uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll gate crash that wedding for sure. I crashed mine tonight.
Thank you. You get married tonight as well? No, I have a wedding. A different wedding. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listen, um, we had um, one of the items in the news there was the uh, the passing of uh, Phil Chevron, who was the uh, who was the guitarist for the Pogues. And I thought he was the drummer. I told Ken on the car on the way over that the drummer <laughs> from the Pogues died. And he said, oh, the guitarist died as well. But anyway... <laughs> I just kind of got the uh, uh, I, got the, I got the old instruments wrong, all right. But anyway, uh, Pogues were great, great. So we would have grown up listening to a lot oh, of the Pogues. Yeah. And um, here's um, here's a song from the Pogues. Here's "Dirty Old Town."
Dirty old town Dirty old town Dirty old town Very good, excellent The Pogues And on the line folks we have This year's recipient Of the Irish Person of the Year The whole team She got lots of Pogues when she won that Oh, what? Yeah, definitely Yeah uh, Barbara Taylor is on from the Toronto Irish Players. Good morning, Barbara. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm Grant. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Same, to, same you, to you. Same to you. Sorry, Ken doesn't really understand the, the, the old Irish language very well, Barbara, there. He didn't even get my joke. It's not a very good one. I just expect better. <laughs> I would be. You win an award like that, you get lots of hugs. You do. <laughs> so, Barbara, you have, uh, you're back on stage again. No We're ro- back on no stage. romance. The, the sets are the sets are actually being moved into the theatre as we speak. So this is a, a hard working weekend for all cast and crew. So yes, in fact, at, work. in fact, at one stage we thought we'd have a, a whole wacky in here, right, talking yeah, about no, this. But <laughs> work must be done. The work must be done. Yes, I'm yes, glad you it didn't. Takes, it takes a lot of stuff to get us up there next Thursday night. But we're really looking forward to it and very excited to be bringing Nancy Harris's work, um, you know, to the Toronto stage. It's the Canadian premiere. And, uh, you know, she's an amazing new Irish playwright. Um, She was actually recognized in 2012 with the um, Rooney Prize for Irish Literature. And uh, No Romance actually premiered at the Abbey in the Peacock stage at the Abbey in 2011. So... Wonderful. Yeah, it's a very witty and poignant um, play, you know, so uh, I think the audiences are going to really enjoy it. Excellent. And there's an extra bonus. Actually, Nancy Harris's two uncles, uh, Gary and Peter Sullivan, live here in Toronto. So they're actually very kindly hosting our opening night gala. So you can also come to opening night and meet her two very proud uncles. So. Oh, that's <laughs> a little wonderful. more pressure to do do the author proud this time around. <laughs> ah, brilliant! That's great. And the opening night is Thursday, it's October Thursday, the seventeenth. October seventeenth, yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. So it's actually from the very first reading. You know, we had our very first reading for going into rehearsals at uh, the end of August, and you know, I laughed out loud at at, at the. T- it's it's actually done in three vignettes, and uh, it made me laugh out loud back then. And even at rehearsal last Sunday, I was still laughing out loud. So. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fun a, a fun a fun run I think. <laughs> That's brilliant, and I love the line in your press release. They say that everyone has a skeleton in their closet, and That's I, right. One of these days we might get Mark to talk about a few well, of there his. You, go. You, know? you could have a very interesting show if we all started talking about our skeletons. I tell you, that would be. Uh, <laughs> it could be a weekly series. Oh, it could indeed. Yeah, it certainly take and a week. And that'd be just on Mark. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody out from October seventeenth to November second, and. And uh, it's Thursday to Sundays, the first two weeks, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the final week. There's matinees on the 20th and 27th. So, Excellent, excellent. Yep. And, and ticket information? Ticket information, the telephone number to book for tickets is 416-440-2888. Or, and um, you can also go online to check all the information at www.torontoirishplayers.com. So... Excellent. Wonderful. So come out and have a good, loud out laugh. <laughs> no, a loud out laugh. Now, it just seems like a couple of a couple of weeks ago that we were actually 
advertising for um, for some of the casting, right, for this. So it all comes together fairly quickly. I mean, how often, I mean, how many times a week have you been rehearsing and when did it all start? Uh, it started actually, well, we had a read through the end of August and then the first week in September we were in, it's uh, rehearsing three nights, three times a week. Yeah. Twice a week and then Sunday afternoons. And uh then, you know, obviously this week we move in and we have uh, we have all the set building and then the technical tomorrow yeah. and then Monday sort of queue to queue and then Tuesday dress rehearsal. So very good. Very yeah, good. So it's it's. Uh, yeah. And you have a work. young you have a young actor there. Um, we have he come we out have, of the woodwork we have, or um, a few new uh, young Irish uh, joined us for this production. Mm-hmm. We have Heather Walker, who's doing our sound, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, who's actually in the show and Jennifer Howe, who's also in the show. So. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. so a combination of the old and the new. <laughs> That's great. Always yeah, good to get so. new people in. Yes, it's wonderful. Yes, yes. We're always looking for new people. So, yeah. So. Well, we wish you the very best of luck with that. Um, uh, Barbara and um, a lot of people have there's a good there's a good bit of uh, there's a good vibe out in the town anyway as there anecdotal is as that is it. about yeah, it so yeah so. and people have been asking us for a comedy for a long time and yeah. although this is not necessarily viewed as a comedy it's drew, uh, it's actually viewed more as a dramedy because the stories are poignant but they're it's it's it done in a very witty way so Brilliant. very good very good right. we look forward to seeing that for sure okay excellent thanks thank you Barbara thanks a million for coming on and best of luck thank you bye 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 Excellent. Okay, folks, that's Barbara Taylor, who is um, preparing um, uh, for the No Romance. All right, let's uh, do a, a few commercials here. We've got the Galway Arms, located at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. It invites you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. Drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096. Uh, visit www.galwayarms.ca and of course the Galway Arms has always been the home of Gaelic games in the city but um, keep your ears to the ground because they show the soccer games in there they'll be showing the rugby games and um, keep your eyes on www.galwayarms.ca For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his for Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabeen Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right. Well, do you remember Paul Brady? I do. And you know, he's coming here, actually, in Is November he? to uh, Hughes Room. And what a place to see him down there. Maybe we'll go down and see him. Oh, we should. We yeah. should. I'm sure nice he'd want to see us, too. setting. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's coming here in November. I, th- I think the 9th, if I'm 
maybe. Very anyway. good. Well, yeah. we'll keep Check an eye out on that room anyway for that. Very good. I didn't know that. Yes, there you go. You see, you learn something new every time Come I'm in this Cologne studio. back from Cologne and you're all educated I'll about everything you. that's going on in the city. But anyway, here's a great Paul Brady tune. And um, I suppose in many ways, you know, the poor old Mayo people might think this song was written for them. And it's called Nothing But The Same Old Story. Oh, oh. Watching them break up Every time some bored brain puts us down Making jokes on the radio I guess it helps them all drown out the sound Of the crumbling foundations Any fool could see the writings on the wall But they just don't believe that it's happening Out that is cleaning up out there. Two cars in the driveway. 
Summer house way down on the Cape and I know it fixed me up in the morning. I've been thinking about it, but it seems so far to go. People say in the winter, that you get lost underneath the snow. And this is girl from my home place. But we've been planning to move back and give it a try. So I never got around to go out. That's why I never got around to go out. So hey. Brilliant, Mr. Paul Brady. It's actually October 30th at Hughes Room, just in case you're thinking. We should go. Where we go? Uh, we'll go down and see if he talk to us. And you know I love Mayo. You do? Oh, I do, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to be hearing from all the Mayo people, you know, oh, about this. Why would you be hearing? I'm be- the one who well, said I it. I know, but... You told me to say it. They know me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Oh, hey, we got a little... Um, um, one of our authors here in Canada got a big award this week as well. Yes. Alice Munro. Yeah, very mm. good. Yeah, you don't know anything about her, do you? Yeah. I was away, do you remember? Yeah, you were away for the last <laughs> 60 years, were you? <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, congratulations to her, 82 years of age. Wonderful. And finally, finally, Nobel Prize for Literature, yeah. which oh, is a sweetie. great accomplishment for her. Super. Anyway, and you know what they did? They called her, they called her from Sweden. Uh, oh, as soon as it was announced, four o'clock in the morning, they called her in Vancouver. Got her up? No, well, they did, but yeah. you know they were talking about. The f- no, they left her a voicemail. Actually, they got her at yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she uh, wasn't too impressed with the fact that they tried to get a hold of her that hour of the morning. Apparently, and I, oh, I don't really don't really blame her. She's a very no. private lady as well. I think they'd know. No real, uh, no real comments to make about the whole thing. But uh, congrats, congrats. I, yeah, uh, lovely stuff. Very good. Right, move on here with a bit of music and then we'll come back and uh, we're going to be trying to call uh, Jamie Jamie Devan here and we'll oh, have a bit of a chat good, about yes. hockey here in a second. Hopefully we can get a hold of him, hopefully he's off the ice. Here's uh, Mary Cochran and Ancient Rain. Summertime is almost gone And every clock an hour put on Last night we danced and merry me under the full moon madness played An older witch danced with me Later he said on my knee A fiddler flashed his fiddler's grip To hell and back from lock to chin The witch was clean pushed off my knee by one born one day after me We went home with lock and key He left me in the morning I slept on till one o'clock My head felt like a concrete block I drank some whiskey and I drank it hot on the first day of winter 
Demons taught in pagan times, the past and present now in rhyme. Two hands that squeeze my life away, on this the holy all saints day. Very good. Mary Coughlin there. Okay, folks. Well, listen, we live in a mad hockey town here. And over the years, we've had names like Burke and Quinn, very much part of the Toronto Maple Leafs. But um, if you're Irish and you live in this town, things just got a little bit more interesting because Jamie Devan, whose dad James hails from Tipperary, and he's a bit of a man about town here, has recently made the leap to the National Hockey League. And Jamie's been kind enough to join us here on the line to chat to the Irish community across Canada. And good morning, Jamie. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. Very good, very good. Listen, first of all, thanks for doing this. And congratulations on the recent career advancement, if you will. And I know you played a lot in the preseason, Jamie. You had a couple of games already in the regular season. But how did it all go down? When did you first get the call that you were going to be playing on the, in the, in the, with the Maple Leafs in the regular season? I uh, it was just after uh, I just I was sent down right at the end of, at the end of preseason. I was one of the last cuts, and um, just before opening night, I uh, received a call that I was uh, getting called back up to the Leafs, and uh, yeah, played opening night. Good man yourself, and so quite the journey, I suppose. You were drafted in two thousand and nine by the Maple Leafs. Can you tell us a little bit about the about the journey? Like what happened from the time you were you were drafted there, Jamie, to to where you kind of get the big break here. Yeah, so I was uh, I was drafted back in '09, and uh, obviously I uh, I'm from I'm from Mississauga. My dad's from Tipperary, but uh, we grew up here. And um, yeah, so it was like a, it was like a dream come true because that was a team I uh, watched and supported growing up. So I uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a process. After that, I I uh, played two more years of junior. Yeah, and then um, played one more year. Uh, I played last year pro, and uh, this is my second year pro. Fantastic. Must be pretty cool having supported a team and then pulling on that jersey and getting on the ice that first time, huh? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it, was a, it was a good thrill for my family too. I know my, oh, yeah. my parents were in the crowd and uh, my girlfriend was in the crowd, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a big thrill. I'd say there'll be a lot more girlfriends coming along now, Jamie. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very curious, Jamie. So um, opening day of the season, what's a game day look like for you? Like, what's the what's the schedule like in a, in a day where you have a game? What does that look like? Uh, well, I got a game today, so uh, I'm heading out <laughs> in a bit. But a uh, uh, regular game, like a night game, would uh, wake up in the morning, have a good breakfast, and uh, you head to the ring for pregame skate, this little warm up. Yeah. Uh, get out of there by 12. Some guys, I got usually take a nap in the afternoon and then uh, get to the rink around. I do that every day at work too, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> get to the rink around 5 o'clock and then just prepare for the game. Very good. Now, I know it's early days, um, but um, is there a particular player on the team that has kind of taken you under his wing a little bit and is mentoring you, or are they all pretty much, um, you know, who do you expect a room with when you travel and things like that? I don't know. Uh, 
They're all pretty good guys, though. Uh, Finuff's been – he was really good. He's, uh, yeah. he's a great captain. And um, David Clarkson, he kind of uh, – he's kind of one of those older guys that takes you under his wing. Yeah, very good, very good. So, listen, uh, of course um, – you know, it's been a lot of a lot of stuff in the news about about the scrapping in the game, but and I know during the preseason a few times now you had to drop the gloves, whether it was to protect the player or to change the course of a game. Do you expect Jamie to that that to be a role that you'll play a lot during your NHL career, whether it's with the Leafs or with any other team? Do you just is that kind of uh, what you expect, uh, what you think is expected of you a lot? Uh, it's like it's part of my identity. It's uh. I I can do it and uh, not too bad at it. So uh, it's, it's part of my game. I can I don't I don't rely on it, but uh, yeah, it's uh, something I can do. Bring to the table. No joking, you can do it. Yeah, we saw no, very we good. Saw some of the damage there. Witnessed some of it there, and and I was down to see you a couple of times uh, for the Marlies last year, and uh, witnessed a few <laughs> down there as well. <laughs> so fair play to you. And uh, any of course, is there any one player out there you hope to never have to go toe to toe with? Uh, Plead the fifth on that if you want. <laughs> Chances are he's not listening though. Yeah, no, no, uh, not not really. Good man, good for you. Well, listen, I know that it doesn't get a lot of coverage in Ireland, but uh, um, your cousins and relatives that live over. By the way, have you been to Ireland? Uh, have you been to back to Tipperary? Uh, no, I haven't been since I was six, but I'm planning on going at the end of the year. Oh, oh very good, man. good, very good. Um, but uh, the the cousins and relatives are they uh, oblivious to the fact that you're now a professional uh, athlete over here and there's a there's a there's a big star in the family? Do you think they get that? <laughs> oh, big star! But uh, <laughs> yeah, we uh, my uh, some of my my cousins and uncles they uh, they've been watching the game over there. Some of them say it's too late because over there it's around three o'clock in the morning when the games are right. So they I don't know if they uh, they watch they stay up the whole night, but uh, no, they they follow it a bit. And they, my dad talks to them all the time. Yeah, very good, very Brilliant. good. And um, I have a question for you. Myself and Ken are going to be probably the one of the first few people to get a nice Jamie Devan shirt. When we buy a shirt, do you get any money for that? Put your name on the back of it. Uh, I'm not too sure, actually. <laughs> you no don't know. Really. Do you I need really a new agent? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably taking it all. Yeah, probably. <laughs> very good. <clears throat> yeah, we'll wear those with pride, that's for sure. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. And listen... Uh, there's a lot of, um, I think, uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of good hype in the Irish community. I think, uh, I think it's great to have, I think it's great to have a story like this uh, in Toronto. And there's lots of Irish people coming out here as well, Jamie. And we really appreciated you doing this. And of course, hockey started in the Maritimes, um, and it was initially called Ice Hurley. So yes. many people believe that ice hockey is a, um, I guess, a, a derivation of, uh, of, of hurling. Of yeah. hurling, yeah. yeah, hockey is, yeah, yeah and, and the whole puck thing. That. And uh, right. your dad comes from a county. What's that? The, the puck. That's right. The puck yep. in, yeah. The puck in, and the uh, and of course your dad comes from a very strong hurling county. But we really appreciate you doing this, and that's probably where some of the hockey DNA has come from. And uh, wish you the very best of luck. And thanks a lot for doing this, Jamie. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Thanks, okay, man. man. Good, good luck, luck out there. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Cheers. Okay. Bye bye. Very good. A lovely young man. A lovely young man to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I tend. Yeah, I love the, I love his answer. Is there anyone you're afraid of? No, yeah, nobody at all. You can't be. Uh, you can't no, be saying that you're say, afraid of anyone, can I you? Believe him. He is a fierce man altogether. Big boy. He's a big lad. He's over big six boy. foot. Yeah, seems to be taking it all pounds. in his stride as well. Mm-hmm. You have his bio in front of you. You're I do not. Pretending I know that, you, these that you know all this stuff about him. All right, we're going to get back to a, a, an old tune here. Here's the Dubliners with the Killaburn Bray. <laughs> 
wasn't no man from a Killyborn Bray. Rightful, rightful, tillyful day. There wasn't no man from a Killyborn Bray. Had the course of a wife for the most of his days. Rippy, One day as this man he walked out in the glen. Rightful, rightful, tillyful day. One day as this man he walked out in the glen. When he met with the tip was his hell he had done. Whippy, rightful, tillyful, tillyful, The devil he says I have come for your wife. Rightful, rightful, tittyful day. The devil he says I have come for your wife. For I hear she's the course and the vein of your love with the rightful the tall. Tittyful love, fall the doll, doll, da doll, the doll day. So the devil he hoisted her up on his back. Rightful, rightful, tittyful day. The devil he hoisted her up on his back and away off to hell with her he did back. Whippy, rightful, the doll, tittyful love, fall the doll, doll, da doll, the doll day. Rightful, rightful, tittyful day. When at last they came to Hell's Gate, well, she lifted her stick and she battered his face. Rippy, rightful, the doll, tittyful doll, follow the doll, da doll, the doll day. There were two little dibbles there tied up in chains. A rightful, rightful, tittyful day. Two little dibbles there tied up in chains, well, she lifted her stick and she scattered her brain. Rippy, rightful, the doll, tittyful doll, follow the doll, da doll, the doll day. Two other dibbles there roaring like bulls. A rightful, rightful, tittyful day. Two other dibbles there roaring like bulls. So she lifted her stick and she battered her skulls. Whippy, rightful, the doll. Tittyful, doll. Follow the doll, doll, the doll, the doll day. There were two other dibbles there playing at ball. A rightful, rightful, tittyful day. Two other dibbles there playing at ball. And she lifted her stick and she battered them all. Whippy, rightful, the doll. Tittyful, doll. Follow the doll, the doll, the doll day. So the devil he hoisted her up on his back. A rightful, rightful, tittyful day. The devil he hoisted her up on his back. There were seven years coming, nine days going back. With me, rightful, the doll, tittyful doll. Follow the doll, doll, the doll, the doll day. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Right, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for this week. And I'll tell you what, October and November are shaping up something like March in this community. It's mad busy. Adult and children, Kaylee and set dancing is back. Children are from 5.30 to 7.30, adults 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Every Monday at the Irish Supporters Club in Mississauga, every Wednesday at the Emerald Isle Senior Centre on the Danforth, and every Thursday at the All Saints Catholic High School in Whitby. For more information, call Maureen at 416-446-6993. Or, of course, you can give Maureen an email at moleary2001 at rogers.com. You heard Barbara Taylor on our show earlier. 
the Toronto Irish Players production of No Ro- Romance by Nancy Harris, directed by Lucy Farrell and produced by Terry O'Brien. The show dates are the premiere on October the 17th, and then it runs 18th, 19th, 24th, 25th, 26th and 31st, and also November 1st and 2nd at 8 p.m., and you'll be able to catch it on October 20th and 27th at 2 p.m. That all happens at the Alumni Theatre, 70 Berkeley Street in Toronto. For more information on tickets, you can call 416-440-2888 or visit torontoirishplayers.com. Celtic Studies writer-in-residence Glenn Patterson from Belfast will give two public readings, Thursday, October the 17th at 6pm and Wednesday, October the 30th at 6pm at the Charbonnel Lounge at St. Michael's College, 81 St. Mary Street in Toronto. And Celtic Studies would like to give a big thanks to the Ireland Fund of Canada for their support of the Artist-in-Residence programme. There'll also be a celebration of Seamus Heaney, 1939-2013. to Friends, poets and musicians on Tuesday, October the 22nd at 8pm. And that's all going to happen at the Alumni Hall, room 400 at St. Michael's College. That's 121 St. Joseph Street, the reception to follow. Seating is limited, so come early. Doors open at 7.30pm and it's free admission and all are welcome. St. Mike's Annual Awards Night, Saturday, October the 26th at 7pm, is on at Whistler's Grill and the McNeil Room. The cost includes a three-course sit-down dinner and table wine. For more information, go to St. Mike's Awards Night 2013.eventbrite.ca. The 23rd Annual Mass of Memory at St. Paul's Basilica at 83 Power Street is on on Sunday, October the 27th at 3 p.m. And just before that, at 2.30 p.m., there will be a sacred Celtic music prelude by the Irish Choral Society. There will be a GAA Guard of Honour. The principal celebrant will be Father Jerry Scott, and the homilist will be Father Patrick Fitzpatrick. This, of course, is to remember the tragic deaths of our ancestors in the famine of 1847 and all our loved ones who've passed away in this past year. For more information, contact Narita Fleming at 905-881-5012 or give Narita an email at narita sbb at rogers.com and we'll have Narita in studio next week to talk more about this mass the Cork Association's 25th annual dinner dance will be at the St. Bonaventure's Parish Hall Leslie and Lawrence on Saturday November the 2nd 2013 of course it is always a sellout, and this, of course, been their silver anniversary, promises to be a very special event. Tables have already been heavily booked. Dinner is at 7pm, tickets are $60 per person. And the big news that came out this week is that they're going to have a raffle for two tickets to Ireland. And the kicker of this is, of course, the raffle tickets will only be sold at the dinner dance, so you need to be in to win. So get your tickets, because the chances of winning are very high. Hugo Strani will provide the entertainment, and as usual, there'll be great food, prizes, music, and a bit of crack. To reserve your tickets, give John Cawley a shout at 647-285-0866, or send John an email at john.cawley at yahoo.ca. Saturday, November the 9th at 8pm to midnight, 
It's Open Door Kelly. Everyone's welcome, beginners and advanced alike. That's happening at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. It's a cash bar. There'll be Barry's Irish Tea and Home-Baked Treats as well. Great music by the Inishon Cayley Band. Great dancing. There'll be Cayley dancing, set dancing, and even waltzing. And I've heard you're pretty good at that, Mark. There'll be free parking, TTC accessible. And for more information, give Geraldine a call, 416-440-0601, or Mary a call at 905-330-7972. And for more information on all of this, folks, you can go to our Guinness Community Calendar of Events at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. You might need a glass of water after all that. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of activity going on. Mighty between Kayleys and plays and mm. uh, dinner dances and awards nights. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. some community, isn't it? I used to waltz. I used to waltz out of the half back line when I played See, for the huh? the ball. They couldn't touch me. Catching balls well, like could. buns to elephants and then away you Buns went. to elephants and away huh? I went. Yeah, down down the skipping down the field. Yeah, aye, yeah. Aye, although I don't have a big, don't have a big trophy cabinet. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> no extensions needed there. Uh, and Edmonton are in town, Toronto tonight to take on yes. Toronto. The Maple Leafs. That'll so be good. Yeah. A lot of young Edmonton players. And um, I was mentioned to you too this week. There's another young fella playing for Calgary, and he scored again last night. Ooh. Sean Monaghan. Oh. And he's from, uh, I think it's Brampton. Has so if anybody be. knows if he's Irish, oh. uh, he's only 19. Oh, we'll get him on. And playing for the Flames. So good for them and great, uh, yeah, with Jamie there. It's Very all, good. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Well, good to have you back. It's great to be is, back. The show is less enjoyable, but it's easier when you're here, I have uh, to say. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I won't what be, my mammy says. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I won't be in studio next week. Um, no, but I am arranging for Norita to have a counselling session over here in this boardroom. Okay. <laughs> I'll have a counsellor waiting for her after right. spending an hour with you in the studio. Very here. good. All right. Well, last week, uh, uh, Dear Madonnelly caught me. I called the McCarthy Cup, the Sam Maguire Cup. He sent me you a message. I did. I, anyway, it's a long Same story. McCarthy Cup. Well, it was live radio. No, I had a you know bit of a you. brain thingy. Yeah. Former president of the GA so, Toronto. In exchange for that, I know, I know. In exchange, only no credibility. Donnelly, only Donnelly had catch oh, that stuff too. Well, right? actually, a lot of people did. Oh, did he they? was the first though. But at least <laughs> yeah. he's listening. That's a that's progress. Anyway, big. he's able it to get progress. he's able to get the thing working. But he's anyway, here's an old an old Carlo song called "Follow Me Up to Carlo and Aaron Folk." Sonic with Galera Folk.
Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for